1: Permission
0: to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mother ship?
2: This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA.
1: Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. DA with you. You can always subscribe to this on the PGP iTunes feed. Permission Granted Podcast. Simply search Permission Granted. Also, this is on the normal DA show iTunes feed, as I always remind you guys. You can check it out on our Facebook page as well. We always post it there, facebook.com slash The DA Show. And I believe Moraz tweets this out from the CBS Sports Radio Twitter feed as well. So, at CBS Sports Radio on Twitter. So, this uh, this permission-granted podcast episode seems to be revolving around internal strife revolving around Moraz On Tuesday's show... It, uh, Maraz, we, we got into an age-old conversation about how Mraz only works hard when he wants to. He brought this up. He said he needs a literal cookie to be motivated. He is getting a show, a couple of episodes on a Thursday morning for Thanksgiving and Friday morning, Black Friday. We got into this conversation. In doing so, Mraz took shots at the work ethic of his former peers. He took shots at uh, Jolton Joe D'Aluisio, James Ward, Kenny Brock said Kenny Brock quit and uh, basically got demoted even though he moved on to television. He said that Jolton Joe quit even though he got a great job at Iona and he said that James Ward is a loser and a terrible uh, producer on Sunday morning football which created quite the firestorm on Twitter and uh, it kind of consumed the show. It, It ended, the culmination ended on Tuesday right as the show ended with Jay Berman posting one of the most reprehensible pictures I've ever seen of any CBS employee, and that was Mraz bare butt in a hotel room. Uh, as one of our listeners pointed out, it looked like two hams smashed together with his gut porn over the front end, and Berman's legs were splayed out on a bed. And so Berman joins me now before Mraz uh, will jump in. Great to be here. It's good to have you here. But you've now taken down the picture. It was only up for maybe 10 minutes or so. Why'd you take it down?
2: Um, now I am sort of feeling compelled to repost. <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, well, so first of all, you just wanted to jump into the fray to <laughs> keep because Berman or, you, or Brock and uh, Joe D were posting uh, pictures of Merez in compromising situations around the the area around here around the office
2: there's a two-parter one joe d texted me earlier this morning asking me for compromising pictures of sean at work
1: oh so joe d wanted the
3: picture what a honestly he's a loser hope he fails at iona that's what he's doing behind my back you called him out first but okay go on
2: okay so part two is is that i've had this picture uh on my phone since I took
1: the picture. Moraz has no shirt on and he's pulling down his trousers, his boxers. Be- full cheeks. Below his butt. Right. Full and cheeks. I've 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 seen the Buddha belly many times over five You've years. I've never I, seen the crack. I've never you? seen the ham hocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. So you had this picture, and as you said I you was were, looking for my entry. You had were looking for, quote, my entry point to get <laughs> to get this to the people yeah. that deserve to see it. <laughs> and you tweeted it and you at mentioned Brock, Bogish, and Jolton Joe. Yeah, and you. And me. Uh and so then you took it down because you were starting to quote feel heat from the big man. Yeah. And that the big man being Miraz, not our boss.
2: He said, um any picture is okay, just not nudity. Mm-hmm. I think was the mm-hmm.
1: There's a picture of remorse. him peeing, I think that's fair, by the way. Y- there's a picture of you peeing on the side of a building Which that I Brock,
2: actually think is worse.
1: That Brock Yeah, because that's a crime. Brock put up. Um, there's a picture of you sleeping on your back on the newsroom floor. No proof it was sleep. I could have just shut my eyes and was stretching for a second. It's a picture that, uh, so it was Jolton Joe's picture that he posted of of Miraz laid back in a chair after like a Chipotle burrito. That's what
2: I. That's the pic I
1: sent him. Okay, where his eyes are kind of rolled back in the back of his head. I've
2: got a lot in the arsenal.
1: A lot of ammo. <laughs> yeah. And so you just took it down because you suddenly felt guilty about... Now I'm feeling guilty that I took it down. Because? Um, Because
2: have some courage, Jay. Have some conviction. Stand behind what you post.
3: (laughs) Don't, don't. DA is doing what he wants you to do here. and Feel feel guilty about putting it up. He is is a manipulator. DA is is the the ultimate manipulator. That is a nudie of me. There should be no nudies of me on the internet. A nudie. Look at what happened to Kate Upton and Justin Verlander. That's all people talk about. Uh, You know, Jennifer Lawrence. Now I'm in that category. I'm with them.
1: Well, I, you know, that whole thing when 4chan went after all of those uh, pictures was called, I believe, the fapping. I'm calling this the fattening. This is (laughs) all the old pictures of Mraz comes out. But here's the thing. You can say I'm manipulated or whatever. You continually paint yourself in terrible compromising situations. Oh, number one, Here we go. Number one, you, you are on the floor at work on your back. So whether your eyes were closed or not, that picture is in broad daylight. Okay, maybe I Berman, had heartburn. Maybe Berman didn't need to post a picture of your two ham cheeks. But picture of you with your eyes rolled back in your head with a
3: giant Buddha belly like half in a freaking Chipotle coma was at work. Okay, and, and it's amazing all these people are taking pictures while they're at work. Maybe they should work and not take pictures. You peeing on the side of a building happened. Okay, that's a crime. Okay, <laughs> and, I, and I'm pretty sure all three of us have done it. But I, ninety nine percent of men of America have peed on a building. But if there's per a picture the of, but if there's a picture of me doing it, I'm
1: not going to suddenly point fingers and say what, why, why is that there? Was you did it, and you can't take the responsibility. So uh, that, that's the first part. The second part is you then called out everybody's work ethic when you know you're the laziest in this building. First of all, I am not.
3: Second of all, who is who is lazier? But John, the garbage guy, definitely was. I would disagree. Are you the guy needed a garbage can just to stand up?
1: He was physically impaired. The fine's lazy. Okay, fine. I would say yes. The John, the garbage guy.
3: But there are a couple more hosts here I could call lazy too. Well, give me a producer specifically. A producer that is lazy. Let la- me ask you bro. Adam Klug. Do you think Klug is
1: lazier than Moraz? Yes.
3: Really? Yeah. The guy doesn't work hard for anything, has guest pitched him and refuses to learn how to cut sound to do any of that old stuff that I do and provide. Is
2: I don't think Sean's lazy. I really don't. Really? I really everybody don't everybody else
3: that's ever worked with him would say that he's lazy. I think that's I think it's like the opposite. So running Joe. If you actually work with me and work around me when you're not here, I am a grinder here.
2: You, oh you, grind, you you do grind, but you see, he's even saying that I no, do grind. You do grind, but you don't help anybody but yourself. And we've discussed this a thousand times. So there's times. the word.
3: I'm not lazy, but I'm selfish. Yes, yes. Uh, you, I would, but
1: lazy is every time I ask you to do something, you resist it every time. You are always resist. It. You're always resisting doing any more work than you
3: absolutely. The bare minimum is your. But that's not being that, lazy. That's lack of motivation. I actually still do it, which means the I'm not definition lazy.
2: Definition of lazy.
1: I mean, come on.
3: Whenever I asked Jody
1: to do anything, the guy jumped at it. Okay, I think that's a great idea. Cap in the back. Going
3: be above well, and beyond. Cap is way above. He's in a different level of not being lazy. I cannot badmouth Cap. But uh, Jody had plenty of laziness when you weren't looking while I wasn't being lazy. Yeah. He did. Well, so, he did. So how is it possible that everybody you've ever worked with calls you lazy, but you don't think you're lazy? Because I don't think they really mean it. I think they do it because they know they're going to get a rise out of you. Oh, my God. Hmm. I think that, I think that's the honest truth. I don't think Jody really thinks I'm lazy. We can all agree that you provide resistance when I ask you to do anything more. Yeah, I, I will admit that. You would that. agree that. Berman agrees with that. No, well, not always. Not always. I, I provide resistance if, A, I'm feeling a little melancholy that day, or, B, I don't see the value in it. And then you quickly show me the value, and then thus I pick it up. I don't see the value in it. Mm-hmm. Not, but my point is not everything. Really, not everything. Joe D, and by the way, Joe D came after, we need to clear this whole thing up. You brought up my work ethic and everything, and we had fun with it on the air, and I brought up how most of Americans care. Jody then took the to Twitter to say I'm the most lazy person i ever work with. That led to my response firing at Joe. I didn't come at Jody first. He came at me first. You came at Brock first. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Because I said, what do you think Brock would say? Because, and, uh, you know why? And, and I said, what do you think Ward would say? Because, and, and why? Because you're a manipulator. You set me up. You put Brock and James' no, my, my names in my voice. Jay? Point,
2: wrong. I think both those things are true. I think... Um, wrong. I think... <laughs> It, it, DA is a 100% pot stirrer, loves it. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's a fact.
1: I can pot stir. It makes
3: yeah. you entertaining. It's part of you, I but then can. admit that. If I'm going to admit I'm lazy, admit you're a pot stirrer and you're putting people in, in precarious positions.
1: I am owning being a pot stirrer. Okay. There's
3: no doubt. that I, I will own sometimes being lazy. But my, my whole thing that I'm caught
1: at a crossroads with is I'm trying to p- give you a mirror. Here's the mirror to you. These are all people that are not me that have worked alongside you calling you lazy. So how could you – like if everybody around here called me a manipulator and I was like, no, I'm not a manipulator,
3: that'd be crazy. No, you know what? I'll tell you why. It's about what I view those people as. If you put the mirror in front of Andrew Kaplan, who we just talked about who does a great job on our web producing, he is not lazy. He busts his ass. He's got character everything. If he came to me and said, Sean, I really think you're lazy – that I think I would take the heart more than you taking me, la- calling oh me lazy more than Joe or, D. So everybody else, so ten other people could call you lazy. Doesn't matter. Well, Bergak didn't call me lazy because he knows I'm not. I don't because think you're don't, lazy. I because, think you're selfish. Right. I think those other guys don't really think I'm lazy. I think they know you'll get a kick out of them calling me lazy oh, because on. you are a manipulator. You don't I,
1: think I, Brock thinks you're really lazy.
3: You don't think Joe D. thinks you're really lazy. You don't think no. Ward
1: thinks you're really lazy. I, no,
3: I think Ward and Joe D. know. I Brock might think I'm lazy, but that's just because he has such a, a detached sense of reality
1: are we serious here <laughs> are we serious brock's been gone a long time things have changed you think morass has gotten better oh i have
2: have you added show elements since the overnights
1: sure we add stuff all the time okay
3: and i do a great job with them who we'll puts together a sound check a lot of belly aching you know used to be from ward and jody on that i never belly ached i said job's got to get done i'm gonna get it done those guys are just as lazy as I am, but I am not going to throw anybody else under the bus. You just threw the whole show exactly. under the bus. Yeah. Well, I don't think Kaplan's lazy, so it's not the whole show. I mean, Bilotti went from you've worked hard... Bilotti's to not lazy. He called you lazy. All right, so then if Bilotti really... Th- I think Bilotti was just doing that again to stir you up, but if Bilotti, if I had a real conversation with Bilotti right now after this podcast, said, Pete, you could tell me. Nobody else is listening. Do you think I'm lazy? And he said, honestly, Sean, I think... You know what? I would take that personally and go, <laughs> I need to do a good job this of not being amazing. lazy. So uh, I asked you what you thought the bosses thought of you, and you said they probably think I'm fat and lazy. I was doing that for the laugh on the radio. I think they think I'm a good guy.
1: Okay. Uh, I know Berman's got to get out of here, so here's one last thing. Shoot. Um.
3: What's up, by the way? A fiery PGP here.
1: <laughs> well, we had, to, we had to expound upon this. Do you think... Maraz, you thought you wanted this taken off of the air, the picture of your ham hock butt cheeks, Mm -hmm. because it was going into a hosting slot, and you thought that people listening or bosses listening would view you different, or you just overall don't want your bare ass on the internet?
3: Yeah, I don't want any sort of nude shot of me on the internet, particularly something like that to surface 24 hours before, (laughs) arguably the biggest moment of my professional career. I just think it's really bad timing. It's like... It's almost like you know if the Ray Rice tape would have surfaced the day before a Ravens Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not so- that, not that my bare ass has anything to do with domestic violence. I'm just trying to draw conclusions of things that have been leaked. Thanks. You think
2: he's lazy before he hosts? Wait till you see his performance output after he hosts when mm. he thinks he should just be hosting every day. That's not true.
3: That's yeah, not true. We'll see. Because Da's taught me a lot, and I like grinding and learning more about the crap. Get serious.
2: That is the biggest BS I've heard. Okay, then you don't know me well enough. Apparently, I don't, and th- and this despite is, the fact that I've seen you naked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and this is the common theme. Everybody that has a criticism of Moraz doesn't know him well enough. They don't. They
2: don't. I think, honestly, I think being selfish is worse than being lazy. And we have declared many times on, on, the, on these <laughs> very airwaves that you are a selfish POS.
3: I am <laughs> selfish. I will never deny that, and that's one of my biggest character flaws. Very selfish. You're
2: defending yourself about being I will lazy. throw I'm women lazy, and children not- out
3: of the way for me to get out of a fire. Right, exactly.
2: And that's worse. That's worse to me. I'd rather be lazy than selfish.
1: Uh, uh, Berman, do you think the two hosting shifts by Moraz will be successes, failures, or somewhere in the middle?
2: I, I Honestly, with all my heart, 100% success. I truly believe that. I think the thing he's worried about the most is the open for the first show, and by 2.07, he's taken three or four calls already because he's got nothing left to say. Clear that hurdle, and, and it's, it's will,
1: smooth sailing. Will it be harder or easier than he thinks? Because um, you've done it. I
2: have. Um, that's a good question. I think the, um, you'll be nervous the first uh, segment, but I, I honestly believe the first commercial break, you will be like, you know what? This is fun. And then second segment,
3: you'll be locked and loaded. I kind of feel the same way. That's literally the read I have on myself right now. Mm. That's a good read. Thanks, Coach. But I also think being
2: nervous is a good thing because if you're complacent and you're, and you're overconfident, you won't prepare, you won't write stuff down, you won't look stuff up, and um, you also have a gift because you've got three football
3: games. Good point. I have a running list of stuff I want to talk about that – Do we think to... Amy
1: will be supportive of him filling in for the shift? Were protective of the shift. Great question.
2: Great question.
1: I asked him this last week. He texted Amy, said she was pretty supportive, but I don't know. I, I know how I am too. I mean, it, it, when it's your show and your name is on the show, you you want it to be you want it to be your show, you know. So I don't know.
2: And Amy is protective of her show. Not that that's a bad thing. She is, um, and perhaps rightfully so. Um, but I think she likes Sean. I think it would be different if she didn't like you. Mm. Interesting.
3: A lot of heat now. A lot of heat. Can't get out of the kitchen with no heat or something like that.
2: I'm just curious how you're going to make time for all three football games with the amount of food that you have to consume
1: as well.
3: True. And how many sleep naps you take after the turkey.
1: After the 42 Bud Light Limes.
3: <laughs> no, I don't, tr- I don't drink on Thanksgiving. I leave all the room for food. And I, I'm not a big Thanksgiving napper. I usually power through. I won't go to bed from the time I wake up Thursday around the first quarter of that Lion game until 7 a.m. the next day. How about that?
2: It's a lot of football. It's a lot of it's football. It's about 10 to 12 hours of football.
3: I know. I'm well prepared, though. So making a lot of notes.
2: Best of luck to you. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for taking down the pick. I legitimately am considering setting the alarm for 2 a.m. I pre that'd wow. be
3: nice. That'd be nice. Wow. That'll be your make good on putting my my bare moon moonlighting butt on the internet. Maybe you should think twice before you drop your pants in front of me. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can follow Jay on Twitter at Jay Berman.
1: Thank you. Yeah, he's got good pictures that sometimes he releases that I think you will be I have
3: so
2: many. And by the way, real quick, coming up on the year anniversary of our Cleveland trip, lots of doozies from that weekend as well.
3: We're not going way back this weekend and releasing pictures. Never before seen footage. It's a flashback Friday. Follow Jay Berman on Twitter.
1: All right, that's Side A. Thanks to Jay Berman for joining us here. Uh, I highly encourage everybody to listen to Moraz on Thursday morning, Thanksgiving morning, the overnight. So 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. going into your Thanksgiving day, and then 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. on Black Friday going into your Black Friday. Meraz will be on the air in Fort Amy. Obviously, uh, if you don't have the affiliate in your area, you can always just listen on the stream, and you can listen to it live. Um, it's, it's a fascinating, uh, social, uh, experiment done by the bosses, social experiment. And I think it's a fascinating social experiment here behind the scenes. Um, largely it sounds like people are supportive, but you do have a tendency to, when you get selfish and weasel your way out of taking responsibility, people like to, to put you in your place. So I don't know if they hope there, they might be hoping that there might be a little humility that comes with this. Um, they might be a little fearful that your ego gets a little bit too out of control. Both possible. But so we'll see. That's what I mean. The social experiment here
3: is really interesting. It's fascinating. Well, by the time we take the tape the PGP next week, we will have some answers, right? We will have some answers. Now that's a tease for next week's PGP.
1: I, I just hope somebody got a screenshot of your ham hocks. No, that's it. Because it's done. It's over. It won't be posted again.
3: No, that's it. But I wonder if somewhere some hacker can find it on the internet and it's released later in my life. If you are,
1: eh, it's not going to be up there by the time people hear this. If you, you happen to see it on your timeline because it hasn't it loaded for the first time and then didn't get deleted yet, screenshot that because you'll never see it again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> get serious. Come on. I got to go do a sports minute.
1: <laughs> All right. That'll be your part of this. Bilotti's coming up for his part of this. And uh, I am legitimately very excited to hear you on the air. I think you're well-deserving of this crack at it. I think uh, it's going to go really well. I'm excited about it. So I highly encourage everybody to tune in and check it out. That is side A and side B with the body right now.
3: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play
0: it at play.it. This is the PGP Side B. I am Pete Bilotti on the Wheels of Steel, Pete, the Body Bilotti. And, of course, Mirage usually starts these uh, podcasts off, but he can't. He's just had a loss, for, loss of words right now. Sean,
3: are you, are you able to do this podcast? Uh, uh, first and foremost, we're going to cut it straight with the listeners right now. We're taping Side B here on Tuesday, November something. Right. The- what? Whatever the date is. Thanksgiving, Eve, Eve. Whatever. Okay, two days before Thanksgiving. We have not yet taped Side A. So I have no idea what the heck was just talked about, what you just listened to. So we're just going to get right into Side B with this. <laughs> Tuesday's show somehow ends up with Joe D, Joe D'Aluizio, who formerly worked on the DA show, taking a shot at my laziness. I come respond, call blah, 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 blah. And now wait, wait, I wait, got. What? No. Be after you, Joe D comes after you. You have to say, well, you came after them. After Jody came on to me, after me. Okay, yeah, I say it though. All right, listeners. If you listen to the whole show, you know that that Andrew Bogus had trashed me, and then Da went on and on about my work ethic and everything. And Jody took to Twitter to say I am the laziest person he's ever worked with in his life, which is so beyond ridiculous and unfair. I might put up some, you know, front. Or, uh, or or a show on the air because, I you know, I, I tend to think I have a good personality. But, you know, when the going gets tough, I really do work behind the scenes, okay? And and I know they were having fun. But now this cascades into pictures from social events that Jody's putting up, that now Kenny Brock's putting up. And then this freaking lunatic, Jay Berman, <laughs> as we're coming off the air on a Tuesday, tweets back a response to all of them. To DA, to Kenny, to Joe D, to James Ward. A picture of me with nothing... But boxer's on my front part of my body and my bare ass out because I shared a hotel room with him in Tampa. And my back is turned. I didn't know the picture was being taken. And I am just trying to get into bed after a night on vacation in Tampa Bay. And this slime ball, sleaze ball, Jay Berman. That's what he is. He's sleazy. Supposed to be my friend. It's one thing to take a picture and text it and think it's funny. To put it on the internet some 24 hours before I host a freaking show. So if you search on Twitter and you follow anybody and all these guys, you know, when I'm trying to tweet, guess what's there on the Internet to live forever? A picture of my bare ass, two smushy white ass cheeks looking like two craters of the moon put together and split by the Mississippi River, which it just had about 15 Bud Lights in Tampa Bay in this picture. And now he just says he deleted the picture, but I don't I don't think it matters. I think it lives up in the cloud forever. And now I feel like it's freaking Kate Upton and Justin Verlander with those risqué pictures. That's what I look like right now, Pete. Whoa. How ridiculous is this? <laughs> it's gone too far. Look, look. I said this Man, yeah, I, never I, is every risqué pictures of you, but I'm sure, you know, your girlfriend's got pictures of you, you no, know, no, Tarzan hand
0: swinging? No, no, that doesn't happen. No. But I certainly do live a a, a non uh you're not out there.
3: lifestyle. I live a TMZ lifestyle. You do. You can I find don't. me.
0: I don't. You can't find me. It's hard to find me.
3: <laughs> so it's maybe that, maybe that is my own doing. But, you know, a couple of the pictures, and these are all on Twitter if you look at DA's at mentions. Joe D sends a picture of me, you know, my arms in the air, captures me in the one moment in the 15 minutes I got to eat dinner one night. Oh, in the middle of me working hard for eight, eight on, hours, and I can't lean back and let my belly hold digest on. for a second. Hold on, hold on. What? Hold on! Don't hold you on can't, me. You can't. You can't say like
0: you're completely innocent. What do you mean? You can't, I, I know it's. I know you don't want pictures of your ass on the internet, but you can't say like you're completely innocent. You basically threw them under the bus and said they don't work hard. All right. <laughs> and that they they, they, no. they basically cowards
3: for leaving. No, because you know what? This is exactly what DA wants, and we're giving DA what he wants right now, and it kind of disgusts me that we are. <laughs> DA loves fake controversy. Okay, and fake controversy sells. You know hashtag fake news? Hey. A lot of fake news when it comes to DA and the controversy. I
0: said it on G.O. and Jones. Controversy creates cash. There was a book about
3: it. Yeah, and it's creating a lot of a lot of nonsense here. Just last week on the PGP, if you listen, DA tried to ask me if I felt like any other producers here were resentful to the fact that I was getting a shot to host, and none were, and none are. In fact, everybody's very supportive because I, I feel like uh, I'm kind of like the glue in the locker room around CBS Sports Radio. Everybody seems to like me. I, I get along with everybody. I'm going I to say the glue in the locker room. I say a good locker room presence. I'm a good locker room presence. And D.A. couldn't settle for that answer. Had to stir the pot about how Bogish was upset and, you know, really picked him. Maybe James Ward's upset, and he wasn't getting what he wanted from me because I wouldn't give it to him because nobody was fake. Now he comes on. And some way or another, through Trash Tuesday, we get on my work ethic and how I've worked really hard the last couple of weeks since I found I'm hosting. And and some days I mail it in. And my point is, every American mails it in from time to time. It's just your mind can only take too much, and you do it. Is it an excuse? No. But everybody does it, so I'm not going to apologize for it. This led to Joe D tweeting, "There's not a lazier person I've worked with because I tried saying everybody does it than me." When I and then when Da brought this up on the air and he brought up all the other guys I work with, I pinpointed that you know what. Those guys hung around radio for a little bit and decided radio wasn't for them. It is a lot of work for sometimes really crappy hours, like Kenny had to work the overnights like we did those couple couple years, or the nights like Joe D. did, and you have to grind away and you're going to miss dinners and you're not going to see families and you're going to do all that. And my point being was, the going got tough in radio and they left for what might have been greener pastures, but they still left nonetheless because it's a grind. They left for opportunity. They left for opportunity! Uh, uh, uh. But if they felt... Like radio was a good opportunity, and they could be, ch- and they wanted to live up to the challenge of, of working hard hours and doing. Joe D was working weekends and all that. Well, maybe they did.
0: Now nah, you know what? Maybe they, they did bailed. And they, I and didn't they, bail, and they decided I needed to go another
3: direction. They probably did, but that's still bailing.
0: I don't that know is bailing. still bailing. So that's all I said was not, that they
3: didn't cut out on a shift. I worked my ass off. To try to, you know, keep moving this show. And hope, by the way, there was no guarantees when DA left overnights to go to evenings that I was going. And there was no guarantee, obviously, for Kenny. And that led to his departure. There was no guarantees when DA left evenings that I was going to midday. But I grinded. I worked hard. Luckily, a lot of that was because of DA. That he wanted to take me along. And I appreciate that. But I still busted my ass. I busted my ass. I might slack off from time to time. But I busted it. See? I'm not saying those guys didn't bust their ass. But I, I kept. Wanting to bust my ass, I would say there were plenty of times where those guys checked out. They've checked out just as much as I did. I, I, I don't
0: know about
3: that. And there's one thing between being a hard guy with work ethic and a brown noser. Joe D, good work ethic to an extent, not nearly as hard as everybody wants to make it out to be. Guy was a brown noser. <laughs> I he was. was I he will,
0: was. I would love a boss to hear this. <laughs> this podcast. He was. This venting session. The PGP. Style I'm just. I'm
3: annoyed now. You know what? It, it's one thing to laugh because I love those guys. They're all like brothers to me. Can you, Kenny, James? Joe D and we all. I am the first person I can take a joke and have a good time, and I'm fine. Right. You want to poke fun? I'm gonna, but don't get mad when I throw a grenade at your work ethic back. But it's okay to throw one at me. That's ridiculous. Well, that's also that's freaking ridiculous. Those guys are lazy too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry they are. And then when we get to the point (laughs) where somebody who has nothing to do with it, somebody who I didn't call his work ethic puts a picture of my bare ass on the internet just to get involved. How pathetic is that? By that slimeball, Jay Berman. This
0: is why. This is why you get your own room. This is why you spend the money on that. And Good learned, point. Learned, that's look, a great look, point. Look, I'm going to be 33 in January. The, the big thing now, whenever I go away, I ain't bunking with four people. Mm. I I'm all, I would bunk with, you know, obviously, I, I would room with Bridget, and that's it. You know, I, I don't need to bunk with, with three or four guys. You know, I want my own room, and that's it. And that's what you should do on these trips. So I don't know. I-
3: and, and what he's referencing is the trip I took with Jay Berman here to Tampa, where this picture now surfaced. And if you're looking for the picture, I don't think you can find it because Jay Berman has now deleted it. You can avoid all this stuff if you do that. I can't room with Jay Berman again on another trip. No. And this goes back to a PGP about 50 episodes ago, where DA had Jay Berman at his birthday. And Jay Burman was sitting there taking pictures, and Jay Berman denied it. And there, here we go. And now one surfaces. This guy is a snake. This is something where— He it, can't be trusted. It has to be explored in terms
0: of the picture-taking.
3: It's got to end. It's got to end. I'm all for a good laugh. I'm not good for ruining somebody's reputation. And now my reputation is that I have a white, hairy ass.
0: Actually, you know what? It could lead to more calls.
3: What, what do you mean? No, uh,
0: you, know, the, you know, bad press can be good press as well. I think Dude, I, I, can't, that all up, I but, yeah. can't
3: host four hours taking pictures on my ass being on no, Twitter. No,
0: obviously not. But you might get more interest. You never oh, know. So,
3: so this is like the Kim Kardashian video? Like Could she be. got the show Kardashians after a, a sex tape with Ray J. Right,
0: how, how, so this
3: is my sex how, tape.
0: How does the guy with the milky ass sound?
3: I I don't even know how to respond to that. You just called my ass milky.
0: Well, like like uh, homogenized milk. I mean... <laughs> Like a bottle of
3: homogenized milk. Basically, I, with craters. All right, it's too much. That's it. <laughs> all right, you can follow Pete on Twitter at CBS PDV. You can follow me at C B S and uh, tune in if you are listening before on Thanksgiving or Black Friday morning. You are up feeding a baby, you know, smoking some reef or whatever you are doing in the middle of the night, <laughs> working driving trucks. I will be on CBS Sports Radio from two a.m. to six a.m. and uh, we'll talk real sports. We won't. We won't break this down. And I'll be sleeping. And Pete will be sleeping. Good friend, there. Take care, everybody. <laughs>